This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Movies, a podcast in which I talk about films with guests. I'm John Louis, film writer with The Straits Times. This week, we'll be talking about Bohemian Rhapsody, the biography of rock legend Freddie Mercury. Singer-songwriter Drew Chen and a cappella group Macapella performed at a Queen tribute party right after a screening, and I asked them what they thought of the movie. They performed the music you hear in the background. Hi, I'm Cal. Hi, I'm Kasing. Hi, my name is Peter, and we are from Macapella. Band politics, you got one big star, you got dynamic, you got pressure, who's getting the spotlight, who's not getting the spotlight. Did you like how the film handled that? To me, I, I, what resonated most with me is the fact that they, they kept saying that they're a family. So that, to me, is true. A band is more than just music. It's also about relationships. They fight all the time. They fight and, you know, they argue and they, they squabble over things and it's perfectly normal. We do feel that we need the space apart from each other. But at the end of the day, we are still family, you know what I mean? But that's it. I, I think it takes years to build chemistry. And that that is the chemistry that... Queen, the, the band has right. built, so yeah. it's irreplaceable once you found that chemistry. Right. I'm here with singer-songwriter Drew Chen. As a musician, what parts of the film felt real to you and what parts did not feel so real to you? As a super fan, I know a lot of things about the Queen story. This film was incredibly accurate. And they used the authentic recordings, especially the Live Aid performance in it. was uh, very impressed with the production quality. I thought it might maybe have been a bit more honest to show that you don't get to write a song like Bohemian Rhapsody by sitting around and looking at the ceiling. It's from hours of classical training. To me, that felt a little bit dishonest. I don't know how you feel. I, I think it's meant to be... Uh, Something for, for, for the masses as well. Alright, so yeah, I guess it increases the, the feeling that he was special. With Freddie, the portrayal of Bohemian Rhapsody, I feel had a lot to do with the, the context of Freddie being an immigrant to, to England and uh, of not being heterosexual. There's a lot of internal conflict going on, the father and son relationship that he had. The famous fact is that Freddie never explained what Bohemian Rhapsody is about. But as a viewer, you can pretty much, as a human being, you can understand instinctively what it's about already. Because You know what? You, I never thought of it that way. But now that you think about it, it's a song about a lonely boy who's a bit of an outsider, right? So, it's, yeah, you're right. Something has clicked. Band dynamics. You're a solo musician. Have you played in a band I have played in a band yeah. in my teenage years, okay. yes. So, the bickering, the jealousy... I was never in a band long enough to allow that to happen, but I, I really do draw parallels between a band dynamic and a family dynamic. Siblings, mother, yeah. father. And uh, so, that side of it was very human. I mean, there were just four blokes, right? Yeah. Yeah, four guys. Hello, I'm here with writer and humorist Sylvia Topechu. Sylvia, you saw the film and I take it you like it a lot. 
Oh, I loved it, John. One of the best films I've seen this year, actually. The four actors are very good. It shows him having a downfall the minute he leaves family, which is the band. Yeah. And that, that is a bit unfair because that, it, it kind of puts him out as a bit weak, unable to stand on his own. What I got from it, I thought, I said, this guy, Farouk Balsara, Freddie Mercury, quite a decent chap. It's an okay guy. Yeah, I, I didn't have that, that uh, fall from grace since he quit Queen, which means, you know, he's not good on his own or he could, can't do without the rest. Uh, no, I didn't get that feeling. There were a couple of scenes which will actually bring a tear to the eye of when he, discovered, when he told them, you know, he had, he's got AIDS and uh, quite sad. And then him and the, the girlfriend, Mary Austin, he was bisexual or gay or whatever yeah. and he still had such deep feelings for Mary Austin I thought that was uh, pretty interestingly portrayed it doesn't try and find his sexuality right absolutely absolutely um, really good guy decent chap you know he had a story beautifully uh, played out uh, editing even the, those uh, you know dr- uh, party scenes at his home <laughs> Queen, uh, just uh, beautifully done. If you want to have an orgy advice, get the set designer for this movie to come design your orgy for you. <laughs> yes, do you have his number? I'll get it for you, <laughs> Sylvia. Gosh, thanks. I, you know, I. <laughs> oh, go and see. I- invite you, me to your next orgy then. Absolutely. And of course, you know what music we're going to have, right? <laughs> it's the soundtrack of our lives, you know, John. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Sylvia. My pleasure. Thank That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.